Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and my sisters, Long before the pandemic of COVID made itself known to us, I believe, this is Nathan Jeffrey Wood, I believe that we as a nation were experiencing a major epidemic called depression. Depression is defined by the American Psychiatric Association as a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or a loss of interest in activities you once enjoyed. Depression can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease your ability to function at work and at home. The National Institute of Mental Health reports that 21 million of the adult population of the U.S. has had at least one major depressive episode. Eight point. 4% of U.S. adults are struggling with depression. <laughs> Let's make it even more personal. Here in the church, one out of every four of y'all that show up are dealing with depression. One, two, three, there's depression. One, two. <laughs> no. There are several types of depression. Let me share with you some of the types of depression that 
a person can experience. Clinical depression, which is a mental health disorder categorized by persistently having a depressed mood or loss of interest in activities causing significant impact on daily life. Another type of depression is melancholia. This type of depression reveals itself through physical symptoms such as moving more slowly than you used to, being sad all the time, or being unable to enjoy anything. Then there's also bipolar depression. And that is this disorder associated with episodes of mood swings ranging from depression lows to manic highs. Then there's another depression that some of us are dealing with and it's called seasonal depression. We feel depression around holidays and special days because we lost loved ones during those times. Okay. And then there's also something called psychosis. And those who are dealing with psychosis, depression, uh, have lost touch with reality. Can hallucinate have delusions, and have paranoia. Have you ever met a paranoid person? Listen, there are so many other types of forms of depression that I don't have the time to mention. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is that depression is real. And we must be prepared to face and deal with depression when it shows up in our lives. Let me tell you this. Depression can show up or be ushered into our lives through stressful events, through bereavement, through the breakdown of a relationship, through loneliness, through the abuse of alcohol and drugs, through illness. Yeah, check this out. How about through birth? Anybody, any of you ladies in there had some part? Postpartum. Oh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Family problems is another way that depression can be ushered into your life. 
our scriptural text today, we want to look at a brother <laughs> who had a stressful event that took place in his life which caused him to spiral down into a state of depression. The brother that I am referring to is the prophet of God named Elijah. That's right. Somebody say, that's right. I said that Elijah was a prophet of God. In other words, he talked with God and spoke for God. Yes, God used Elijah to declare his word and perform great miracles before God's people. And let me just pause here to say to somebody, just because you are a child of God and possibly being used by God does not immune you from having to face and deal with depression when it shows up. I know I'm doing some preaching in here. And guess what? Depression will show up. Come on, tell your neighbor, depression will show up. Check this out. The prophet Elijah has just experienced a mighty, mighty move of God. He has called out to Mount Carmel the nation of Israel and 450 prophets of the God Baal for a showdown of whose God is the true and living God. You see, the nation of Israel was being led to worship Baal by their wicked king named Ahab and his wife Named Jezebel. <laughs> Elijah challenges the prophets of Baal to build an altar to Baal and that he build an altar to the God of Israel. He says, Let us both put a sacrifice on the altars and then let us. Call on the name of our God. And the God who answers with fire is the true God. 
Am I in the book? The Bible says that the prophets of Baal started crying out to Baal. They started shouting and hollering and began cutting themselves with knives. But guess what? Baal didn't show up. He did not answer. Uh, but then Elijah prays to the God of Israel. And God shows up. He answers with fire. He consumes the sacrifice, the altar. And, and those of you who are good Bible readers know that he took seven barrels of water. Poured it all over that sacrifice and all that. And guess what? God licked that up too. And the Bible says when God answered with fire, that the nation of Israel cries out, the Lord, he is God. They finally got it. And Elijah tells the nation of Israel, take those 450 prophets of Baal and slay them. And the Bible says that Ahab goes and tells Jezebel his wife, what happened? And Jezebel sends a messenger to Elijah saying, listen what she says. She said, may the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow, I do not make your life like that of one of those prophets. When Elijah hears the message from Jezebel, the Bible says that he was afraid and ran for his life. <laughs> Wait a minute, new providence and friends. Is Jezebel talking about the gods who didn't show up on Mount Carmel? Are these the same gods who the God of Israel just, just demonstrated his lordship over? Come on, y'all. Elijah just witnessed the mighty move of God 
over 450 prophets of Baal. And now, Minister Lucas, one woman's words makes him run for his life. Lord, have mercy. What's going on, Elijah? Let me suggest to you that the impending threat made by Jezebel of Elijah's death within 24 hours was too much for Elijah to handle. And new providence and friends, don't you look down on Elijah too quick because stressful situations can take, can cause a person to take their eyes off of God. In other words, have temporary amnesia of what God has already done for them. Mm. The Bible says that Elijah takes his servant and runs for his life. <laughs> the Bible says that Elijah runs to Bathsheba in Judah. And then he tells his servant to stay there in Beersheba while he goes out further into the wilderness. Am, am I in the book? What's, what's, what's the point are you trying to make? I'm suggesting to you that Elijah is feeling depressed. And you know one thing depression will do? Depression will lead to isolation. Can I do it like this today? Can I talk to you like this? Elijah tells his servant to stay in Beersheba while he goes and isolates himself in the wilderness. And my brothers and sisters, depression will make you isolate yourself. Depression can make you stop coming to church, can make you stop going to work, can make you stop wanting to be with family? Come on here. Somebody in here right now. Your body's here with me. But your mind is on the other side of town. Yeah. Come on. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Depression often leads 
to isolation. The Bible says that Elijah finds a broom tree and sits under it. And check this out. Now this is the man who just witnessed the mighty move of God. He sits down and he prays to God that he might die. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Jezebel threatens to kill him. Now this joker is praying that he might die. Listen, what are you saying, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that depression can lead to irrational thinking. Am I helping anybody today? When, when, when you get depressed, you start thinking irrational thoughts. I don't need to live anymore. I, I, I'm never going to get out of this. So my life is worth nothing. This is the prophet of God who is thinking now irrational. <laughs> Check out what he says. He says to God, I have had enough. Let me drop this on you. Did you know that depression oftentimes begins with I? Oh, y'all look at me. When our I consumes us, we can often spiral down into depression. Somebody say, get your eye out the way. How does God respond to the prophet's depression? How does God respond to his isolation, to his irrational thinking? Let me tell you what God does. The first thing God does is sends him help. Oh, Lord, Lord. He sends the prophet help. He sends an angel to come to his place of isolation and come to his place of irrational thinking. Yes, 
hands help. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that God still makes personal visits. Lord, have mercy. I'm glad that God can get to me where I am. Look, turn to your neighbor and say, he knows where you are. Yes, he does. He knows where you are. And thank God that he will send help. Now, now check this out. God sends help professionally and he also sends help spiritually. There, let me declare this. There's nothing wrong with going to a professional for help. Some of us need to go talk to somebody. That's why we have psychologists and psychiatrists today to talk out some of our issues. But then, there is spiritual help. Check this out. The Bible says God sends an angel. And the angel meets the need of the prophet. Now, if you're a good Bible readers. In the book of Revelation, there are seven churches listed. And the letters are written to the angel of the church. Which means the real letters were written to the pastors. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. No providence. I thank God that he has appointed me as the angel over this church. It's not because I'm so good. Matter of fact, I got so many flaws, but I know he sent me. I have been here for 34 years trying to communicate to you what thus saith the Lord. What are you saying, Pastor? Well, I'm saying that spiritually you have an angel who is trying to help you through the storms of life. Now, boy, this is so good. As the angel of the house, I'm glad to see you when you show up in church. 
Because has any of you ever come to church depressed and sad, but when you got here to church, the joy of the Lord became your strength, the testimonies of the saints began to build you up, the music, but most of all, the preaching of the word of God. Some of us need to change our thinking when we come to church. We need to stop waiting for the praise team to pump us up. When we walk in that door, what should be centered on our mind is, is there a word <laughs> from the Lord? He sends an angel, <laughs> and he comes to where Elijah is. Guess what? It's, it's in the book. It's in the book. God responds first by sending help. But then God responds to the prophet's depression by feeding him and nourishing him. What's the angel do? The angel makes bread and then gives him water. Depression is combated when a person gets a good meal of the word of God. That's why we tell you week after week to hide the word into your heart. Because the word in you helps you not to sin against God. And the word in you will help you deal with depression when it shows up. Can I, can I talk to y'all? God says, one thing that my prophet needs right now is he needs some nourishment. And, and, and every time you open your Bible and read your Bible, you are adding spiritual nourishment into your life. Okay, okay, I got to go. I'm, I've been too long. So, so God responds by feeding him and nourishing him. But then the third and last Thing that how God responds to his prophet Elijah. You know what God does? God gives him rest. The angel of the Lord fixed some hot bread for him and some cold drink. And then the Bible says that Elijah goes back to sleep. Come on. Uh, am I in the book? The 
angel didn't say, why are you going to sleep? The angel of God let him rest because he knew that what he needed was rest. Mm -mm. Depression. Anybody in here who have been depressed can tell you that depression affects your ability to sleep. Come on, somebody in here. Said, Pastor, oh man, I spent, I spent nights walking the floor and tossing in the bed because I was depressed. And depression affects your ability to sleep. But God knew that he needed rest. And, and as the spokesman of God, I'm here to tell somebody here that right now you need rest. Your irritability, oh, come on in here. Your being mean and anxious is directly a result of the fact that you are too busy. You need some rest. Okay. God lets him sleep. And let me tell you something. The only person that can give you sleep and rest at night is God. You can't get that from man. I don't care how much money you have <laughs> or how educated you are, you cannot buy rest. Only God can give rest. And for some of us right now, our depression can be alleviated if we get some rest. Listen what the angel tells Elijah. He tells him, go ahead and rest because what you are dealing with is too much for you to handle on your own. <laughs> the angel of the Lord was telling Elijah that he is going to need some supernatural help to bring him through his state of depression. And I'm so glad I'm closing now. I'm so glad that there is supernatural help available for all of us. God is a very present help in the time of trouble. He is the only one 
that can bring you through your depressive state and give you soundness of mind. The prophet says, I've had enough. But God responds by saying, look, what you need right now is you need some help. I'm going to send you the help. I'm sending the angel. You need some food to strengthen your body and you need some rest. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.